Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peverell with Marky D. As always, my dog's in the background eating a big rawhide, so if you hear that crackling, I'm, I apologize. But Marky D, how you doing? Mate, I'm good. Uh, it's, it's, it's a tiny bit, you know, distracting, but we'll get through the preseason, so we've got to face these challenges. And um, you know, I'm doing I'm doing very well. It's like it's eight AM. It's somewhere in uh somewhere in America, it's like what eight PM or six PM or something. Actually, you know what? I, I still get very confused working working with like BTSC and other projects I'm doing. My mind, and I know you do it too, are you constantly just in American time zone? Like I know I am all the time. Yeah, and I think like for me too, it's kind of funny because um, you know, I have a job where I report, like, even though I'm in Australia and I look after Asia, I report into my, my bosses in the U S right. So like my, it's kind of weird. Like, and I, even though, cause I look after Asia, which is like a lot of the time zones progressed, like, you know, um, later in the day in Australia, I kind of feel like half the day I'm in America and half the other day, I mean, like, you know, I have another part of Asia. And then when I log off work and I'm focused on the Steelers stuff, then I'm back in America again. It's kind yeah. of it's really weird. I was gonna say, like, how do you how do you figure that out? Because I guess even to our lives now, we wake up at 8 a.m. to do a podcast for BTSC and with your work life, and consistently we're always a, a day, a day in front, a day behind, but it really trips me out sometimes. 
Like, even the Steelers game is going to be on our Sunday. Uh, and it's the American Saturday Steelers versus Jags, which we'll preview today and have a bit of a, you know, a bit of a discussion. But it's kind of crazy, I think. Um, because we get Sunday football, which is awesome. And we never we never get that. We get Monday football. Yeah, and I kind of liked, you know, I like getting football on a Sunday here. And and it's funny because like college is so set on the Saturday in the US, whereas for us in Australia, like we grew up in a lot of the sport we have is always like Saturday's the day that like the big games happen, right? Except unless there's like our version of the Super Bowl, which is on a on a Sunday. But like it's just it's funny the way that all sort of rolls out. That um yeah, excited. Uh week two of the preseason. So um Mikey there, a few changes. Um, you know what's kind of cool is like I mean, I'm looking trying to look at a silver lining out of this injury cloud, and that is that we've got a few players now on IR that we'll be able to see next season, but we'll be able to get in the Steelers system, like you know, Master Teague and guys like that. So I think that's kind of interesting as well. Um, you know, in terms of we move forward. But I gotta say something. I didn't I didn't come and rib you during the week, but there's a player that I've been very critical of this offseason in terms of why did the Steelers get him. And he got cut this week. Now I hope he oh. I hope he gets picked up by another team. But I'm just saying, I told you he wouldn't make the final roster. Skip skip skip, eh? The old skibby skip got cut. Um, yeah, it's all right. I, I find it funny with all these things, really, like the last, you know, week or so, players getting signed and then instantly getting injured, like Jeremy McNichols. I think he was one of them. And, you know, uh, they brought back Skipper and then he got cut. So, yeah, it doesn't look – I just like his play. You know, it's a bit like a similar kind of style with uh, Mark Robinson made the play, right? So if Mark Robinson goes on a run, then uh, fans like myself would be like, well, let's get around Mark Robinson because he made some big splash plays. But I understand. I understand why he got cut. You know, maybe he can't play that position and maybe someone else pick him up. But these, these NFL careers only last three or four years. So we'll, we'll see what happens. So before we get into this week's game, I wanted to ask you, we haven't obviously caught up in front of the viewers. Um, how did you feel about, what, what's your overall summation from last week? Like a week on after oh. all the hype and all the different stuff. How, how are you feeling? Mate, the, the season's already started, in my opinion. The season 100% has already started. So. Like in years past, um, as Manny goes away for a little bit, in years past, I think it was like you had Big Ben in the preseason. You had, oh, will he, you know, will he might play one game. You see some backups here and there. Um, but the way I see it now is the, the, quarterback, the quarterback competition we have with Pickett, Trubisky, and even Rudolph, it makes everything so exciting, if that makes sense. So last week was, I think, in 2015. Uh, or sit no, since 2015 was the most most watched preseason game in a long time. But that comes down to the second half because a lot of the, a lot of these preseason games I'm watching, they haven't got a Kenny Pickett in the second half, right? Yeah. Like, and like we're all waiting for the Bengals game, but I'm waiting for the Jags game, and then I'm waiting for the next game versus the Lions because this is this is the, the this is the new era, right? And it's 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 so it's exciting and it should be because Big Ben was so slow near the end. And now we have a quarterback race of three players. Trubisky may, might start. Kenny Pickett's a new guy, and Rudolph trying to hang on hang on and say, Well, I'm still here too. And there's nothing wrong with it with a three, you know, 
quarterback race and see what happens. And 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 Coach Tolman would be loving this as much. Well, yeah, I, I think he said the other day, you know, it's it, it's hard to cut players, but it's still a business. On a personal side, it's hard to cut them, but this time at this time of year, it's easier to cut them as a business sense because the ninety players they just won't make the fifty three, right? So we'll see what happens after this game. But to me, our football season. Like, you know, uh, some fans will come back and, 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 you know, still haven't came back yet. The, 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 the regulars around here, right? The regulars are here, but other fans will come back in two more weeks and then they'll start watching the game. It's already started. Like, I, I think that the picket mania has started. And I think in George Pickens and these guys, it's really going to, it's going to ramp up. And if we have a good game against the Jaguars, they don't have to win. If we have a good game, oh man, it's so exciting right now for this new era of, of uh, Pittsburgh Steelers football. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I, I, I'm, and that's why I say this new look team as well. Um, you know, I, I think this new look team where we've had this refresh or re, you know, it is a, a retool. You know, I wouldn't quite say it's rebuild. Like, but the other thing that I, you know, I'm trying to think which exact rookie class we we're talking about. But do you remember a couple of, I think it was the 2020 rookie class, you know, when we, you know, think about like Dotson and Claypool. And remember we sort of thought in high, I think it was like Highsmith in that one as well, where we, we came out of that and we're thinking, this is a really good draft class. The Steelers are getting, you know, um, you know, younger and being able to use younger guys. And then this year, I mean, this draft class, like Pickett, Pickens, Leal and Austin. Yeah. Like, this mm-hmm. is, and um, in core positions as well. Um, I I talked about it a little bit in War Room this week. I you know, which is also available on BTSC's family of podcasts. I I can't not see Pickett playing, you know, the majority of games this season. I, I just I thought the poise that he showed last week. It, it, <laughs> You can't deny that. Like, I get Trubisky's more experienced. I think, as as I said on War Room, I think the first four games, if you can, you play Trubisky, right? And you need Trubisky as a backup for Pickett. But, like, as because you know rookies and injuries and all the rest of it, and you don't think things get overwhelming, all the rest of it. But like, I mean, overwhelming. He should be able to tackle that. I I just think he's ready to play. Like, you know, Brian Boldinger had a tweet out where it showed like him just completing short and simple passes. It was enough for Mac Jones last year. And Kenny Pickett is a lot better quarterback than Mac Jones. That's what I couldn't understand about the draft process is everyone was like, oh, Kenny Pickett, you know, he could be drafted like 32nd in the draft, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, he's a better quarterback than Mac Jones and more mobile. And look at where Mac Jones was drafted last year. And Mac Jones got the Patriots to the playoffs with half the explosive offensive talent that Pickett's going to have. I mean, and no Najee Harris. Like, if... I, it's, it's the Kenny, like the thing that I also find interesting if we look back as Steeler fans is that the path that Big Ben trod where he came in in that game after Maddox got injured, right? And then he like took them all, you know, almost all the way. And then the next season he came back and did it, right? Now it gives fans a level of expectation. And I mean, we weren't in the stadium, but you could, you could tell the height when they started shouting, Kenny, Kenny. Oh yeah, like, that's awesome. You know, it, you know, I like it. It's so funny, right? So, you know, you, you, you've got Game Pass as well for NFL for us, right? Mm-hmm. And they give you a 20% discount code to start the season. What? Wait, yeah, you what, should really? find it in your email. Yeah, yeah, what? if you buy no Game Pass, they give you a 20% discount code to buy Where'd stuff get... from the shops. To buy stuff from the shop, right? Oh, not for Game Pass. No, 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 no. For, oh, for the shop. Well, they want you to spend more mercy. money with them, mate. 
Mercy. They're, they're all about money making, mate. As if they haven't made enough at 300 you know, I thought you got 20% for... off your game pass. I was like, no, 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 no. They don't do that, mate. No, no, it's 20% off if you want to spend more money. The more you, the more you spend, the more you oh, save. It, you know what? The, the game but, pass but what I was going to say was, it's like, it's, it's, it's so hard not to order the picket jersey yet. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I want to get oh, easy, one. Easy, easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> that I want to wait till he's playing. I want to see a couple of games. I want to see the real deal in action. Um, But as I said, like, I, you sit there and you know there was one of our btsc colleagues when we did the draft weekend stuff and they said to me why would you go and pay for trubitsky or they said into to the group um zoom that we had they were like why would you go and get trubitsky and then draft kenny pickett they're like the same guy and i was like well that's a good thing right because if one of them gets injured whoever wins this camp battle between the two like if someone gets injured or if someone needs time out if it's a concussion or whatever it is like you know, or needs to get checked or whatever, you don't have the offense completely changing their style of football. And, you know, we've seen this camp battle go on between three quarterbacks and Mason Rudolph can move. He's not, I wouldn't call him mobile like Trubisky or Pickett. And so what we've been able to see is this offense looked really fluid last week because they're all able to operate with the same quarterback. And this is the thing like, you think back to 2019 when Ben was out, right? The, the offense had been built around a big Ben Roethlisberger, you know, offense, right? And then you have him injured. And then you bring in a guy like Mason Rudolph who they don't know what he can do. And Devlin Dark Hodges was a different quarterback to Rudolph. And we still got, went eight and eight. That's why, like, I see this, you know, Deshaun Watson's now been suspended for 11 games, right? And you sit there and you're like, well, this is ridiculous. You should be suspended for the season. Put that aside. Are the Browns going to win more games than this Steelers unit after what you store out of the Steelers last week? Hell no. This this guy's uh, this guy's son is named Pittsburgh. Do you see that? That's mad. Damien Preston from the live chat on YouTube says, today's my son's birthday. His name is Pittsburgh Jarrell Preston. That's his real name. Coolest name in the world. Go Steelers. Imagine having your name, your first name, Pittsburgh. <laughs> This show, in the last two years, yes, we go up and down. We talk about pizza podcasts and whatnot. And Maddie's dog was eating some, I don't know what he was eating. But this this show amazes me all the time because stuff like that. His son's name's Pittsburgh. All right. I'm, I'm done. Do you know what I love? I love that when people are born in Pittsburgh, they get wrapped in a terrible towel. You know? Yes. Yeah, that. it is amazing. It's just so, I guess, Yinza. You know what I mean? Not like you don't see that in Chargerland or Jacksonville, Yagua land, do you? In Duval County, you don't see that, do you? It's it's just Pittsburgh in the style. Like it's is it every hospital? I don't know if it's every hospital, but yeah, they, they, I think that when they straight up, you know, kaboom, and then bam into a towel. <laughs> <laughs> they need to make a white terrible towel for when you get married. True. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've got heaps of them, mate. Eh? I've got the original. Oh, um, what do I have? The six Super Bowl ones, you know. Um, here's a question for you. Here's a question. Do I get when they win seven, right? When the Pittsburgh Steelers win seven, do I get rid of my my stuff that I have six, you know, six uh not get rid of, but do I hide it away? You know, what I mean everything that I have like six Super Bowls on. What do you reckon? No. no. So it's fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just get a little patch made up. Like just and then you can just like iron the patch on. Well, that's, a, that's kind of the same thing with um, 
you know, the, the jerseys too, because you're talking about NFL makes money, right? NFL makes money, NFL Game Pass, NFL Plus. Um, I saw the other day, apparently you can get NFL uh, cryptocurrency or NFL cards. I was like, that is unbelievable. Like, you, you have you seen this? You, no. There's a thing out there on the NFL now where you pay for moments. You pay for like a touchdown, like a San Antonio home, uh, you know, touchdown Super Bowl. And you, you buy that and it's like your NFT crypto. Oh, it's coin. an NFT. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, are you, what are we turning into? How do you buy a moment that I can illegally stream on the internet? No, look, I'm only joking, but like, come on, man. Like, it's just, yeah, it's, they are definitely with a game pass here. It's like 300 bucks. That's why I was almost geeing up because I was like 20%. How'd you get that? <laughs> no, I know. No, no, I know. I know. I know. But, um, no, 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 just, just gear. Like, it's just a thing. Like, I like wanted to get, I, I remember I messaged you, you did a, an, you know, on the Steelers, Oz, you were, do, you were doing some stuff and I was like, about the Bettis jersey. But I was like, man, that's 200, it was like 240 bucks for that authentic jersey. And like, you know, that's American. So in Australian, let's call that like 300 flat. And I'm like, I'm just not going to wear that jersey enough to make it valid. Like, I went to I went to do um you know how you got me that that cameo with James James Farron which I still was bloody awesome and I don't know where it's actually gone but I I went oh, really you didn't like, download it oh, I'll send it to you after the show uh, yeah I, I, I went to look up um Debo Harrison do you know how much he was for a cameo yeah it was like three hundred plus bucks when I three hundred and fifty man or something I was like I love yeah. you De- I love you Debo I'm not paying that much money like. <laughs> That, well, that's, you know, it's funny because I looked at it when I got you the James Farrier cameo for your birthday and Christmas last year. Um, if anyone's listening, it, well, of course people are listening, but like basically if anyone's not up to speed, last year for Mark's birthday is on Christmas Eve, right? Am I going to get it wrong? Yeah, right. And so yeah. last year I got Mark a cameo. I was like, what can I get an Ultimate Steel fan that he doesn't already have? So I got him a cameo from um, <laughs> James Farrier. Cameo should sponsor our show like after all that. Anyway, um but I looked at Debo at the time and I was like, well, I really like your Marky D, but like not that much. bucks. <laughs> I don't know about that, mate. Well, um, that's one thing. It's, it's, it's kind of funny with like, you know, also this, this Devin Bush stuff and what he's going through and like, you yeah. know, he wants to go play football. Um, it's kind of funny. Like we do love the team, but it comes to, to a certain point where I'm like, I'll walk past you as a man and say, you're a man and I'm a man. That's it. I'm not going to have to go spend $400 to, to, you know, to do all this stuff in my opinion anyway. I think there's a certain point we like, Look, I've got enough stuff, you know. Like I've got all my Pittsburgh stuff. Um, I looked on the cameo, and James Debo that was too much for me. Well, okay, so I heard something this week on the Pat McAfee show that shocked me a little bit when he had interviewed Omar Khan, right? Which was a great interview. If anyone oh, missed that, that go no, back and yeah, they had a really good interview with Omar Khan. I loved it. Omar Khan was great. He actually talked about how other GMs are trying to offer him like crappy deals at the moment. <laughs> Because there he's a new GM and he's like, I'm not oh, like, right. like stuff like that. Yeah. But anyway, one of the things he said, which alarmed me, and I haven't seen anything on this. And for those of our listeners that are actually in Pittsburgh, come back to us and confirm this rumor or, or this statement or not. Do you know they shut Jerome Bettis Bar and Grill? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. It was during during the um, I think during the pandemic, it couldn't I don't think it could come out of what what happened to it. So that's really? that's unfortunate. Yeah, I, I've actually went there every single time I've, I went there. I went there three times. Mate, three four, that was three like times. the best. The staff were awesome. Yeah. The vibe was awesome. Yeah. Like, 
right near the stadium oh, too. Man. I walked. No, I'm de- man, I'm devastated. I had like a little. <laughs> I like almost when I watched that that video, I felt really sad. I was like, yeah, it, it was all through the I, the, I the pandemic and 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 the I guess the mishaps out of that right because the, everything was shut. But I walked from there in I think the first time I was there in 2015 from my hotel or 2016, whatever it was. Um, no, 20, sorry, for 2015, I walked about a k and a half or 2.2 miles, like in zero degrees to get there. <laughs> and when I got there, because I thought I'll be, I'll be okay. When I got there, it took me about uh, 30 minutes, but I was freezing. Like my face was just frozen. You know, <laughs> you know? I love oh, it though. Mate, when I, was it was I was like, "Hey guys, like it's good beer, good food." And it was Jerome Bennett's Bar and Grill. That's why I went there. But yeah, that's that's closed down now. Same. They, they, had a, they had a good cocktail there. The game day juice. It was purple. It was awesome. It was yeah, I, I had a guy I had a guy buy me a shot there because he heard my accent. He's like, where are you from? I was like, I'm from Australia. And he went, oh, you're here for the game? Went, yeah, I'm here for the Ravens and Steelers game. And then uh, he's like, oh, I, I thought I came far. He came from like Miami somewhere. I was like, nah, mate. And he's, you know, it was great. Like, uh, look, there's probably more bars around there for sure, but... Jerome Bettis was a, a massive stealer for us. And it was like for a lot of international fans, that's what we knew. We we, we, we went there because that's all we knew, right? Well, you think about the guys I've got behind me, right? And then I want to get to this comment. Like on the visual side, um, you know, you guys can see the 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 two balls and the helmet. And on those in the audio, you can't, right? But they sit above the mantle um, that I have behind me as my background. You know, Cam Hayward signed football because he's like the epitome of what I think it means to be a modern stealer. I got mean Joe Green helmet in the middle because he defined what it meant meant to be a stealer in my book. And then you've got Jerome Bettis, which is the other ball, because Bussy like was that in my mind, that like spiritual linchpin between those two errors. And like, yeah, it's just I, I just love like I've watched that uh, football life documentary with Bettis and that whole like coming home and bringing the bus home. Like I've watched that documentary maybe like seven times. <laughs> like, I, I watch it like once where? a year. Like, where's your where's your Devin Bush jersey? I might play for somewhere else. Yeah, well, that that's a good segue <laughs> into the comment. Like, this is why the whole jersey thing is really frustrating because, like, oh. you know, and this is why, um, as well, like, I'm not gonna. I like the legend jerseys because they're nice and thin, um, and that's good for the Australian summer when football season's on. But like, there, I can't sew a patch over the top of that. But it brings up Devin Bush, and it, it's. What I was kind of going to allude to with the terrible towel with kids being born and wrapped up in them. So Michael O'Malley in the live chat says, I want Bush to either show up and play or we have to fix that hole. Big time. And like mm-hmm. this was brought up by Arthur Motes on their show this week. And he talked about the fact that, you know, Deke was sort of saying, you know, he could have said what he said in a different way and we would have taken it differently. And Arthur Motes said, hang on, you don't like, we, we don't necessarily, Bush doesn't get it. You know, people when they're born, in Pittsburgh are wrapped in a terrible towel. When people die, there's not like always a photo on the coffin. There's a terrible towel. They get buried in their Steelers jersey. Like it's a I'm life taking, I'm taking mine with me. 100%. No one's getting my terrible towel. Oh, I want to give them, I want to leave them to the grandkids and like have them all tattered and stuff. I want to make all my terrible no. towels into a blanket for my first grandkid. See, I'm, I'm, I'm body, I'm body selfish. The one I have has been everywhere with me. And like I said, it, it, I never clean it because it never gets dirty. I'll just take so the I'm two take, footballs I'm... with me. I'm just going to take the two footballs <laughs> with me. Like, <laughs> we're like um, the, uh, didn't the Egyptians do that? They took the, the stuff to the afterlife and they started. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like the, high... yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Egyptian. Exactly. Um, But it bring it's the point about Bush. It's like, where's that Spirit and that intensity. It's I mean, not there, he, mate. It's not there. And thinking about this Jags game, right? This is what's interesting as a, as a particularly someone who's a big fan of the draft. And I, I mean, I might actually message Shannon White on this. I'd love to get his perspective. But you think about the Jag, particularly because of what I'm about to say here. 
The Jaguars drafted two inside linebackers in this draft that I really quite like. I, I really like like the look of those guys, right? And this is going to be an interesting thing because they got Devin Lloyd, right? The, first, the who they drafted, I think it was, it was a first rounder. Who I like, I was he was. If I should never assume that Pickett would be there. So for me, he was first round draft pick or Chad Moomer in the second instead of Pickens. Now they went and got both those guys plus Olakun, um in free agency. They've got some good linebackers. If Devin Bush cannot play better than those two, he's got a real, like they've got a real problem there. Like, and if, and if he can't play better than those two, because I loved how those guys, they're never going to trade Devin Lloyd, but I'd be putting in the trade request for Chad Moomer straight away. Like, I mean, Bush has got to show up against, Bush has got to look better than their depth pieces on the Jaguars this weekend. Well, I, I said to you uh, off air in a text, I said, and this, this kind of makes a lot of sense. I said, no heart, no play, right? And we have that in Australia when you have no hat, no play. If you don't wear a hat, you can't go outside, you can't go out into the field and play that. with the kids. I love so that. So it is no heart, no play. It comes to a certain point of like, we get it, you can play football. But then that stops you there. Can you play football? Because the last year is exactly the same what we saw in the preseason. And the preseason should be easier, or as a football sense, than a regular season. And he's not doing that. He just hasn't got no heart in the game. And I think we've seen that. We, we all thought, every single Steel fan around the world thought, okay, we'll give him another shot. The injury, this and that. Like, we'll give him another shot. And then you play poorly in that game. And then you have a poor uh, media conference. You're not doing yourself any favors at all. The only way you do yourself favors is go and, out and there this, and win. Yeah, and this is what Moats was saying where it was <clears> like, <throat> you can't say those things and then play like that. No, it, 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 you like, can't. come on, like, like you, you can't, you can't say I'm a great driver and then you fail your driving tests <laughs> nine times. Are you a great driver? I don't know. Maybe Me? not. Like I, I, I failed mine three times. I'm a great driver. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't pass the first time because I was speeding in the test, but that's a story for another time. Um, uh, but Ron Schultz brings up an interesting comment from Facebook. He may end up on the practice squad. The only thing is with that is they're going to cop a salary cap dead money hit if they I'm pretty sure with his contract particularly if they do that so they'd probably be better off trading him before putting him on the practice squad um but we also you know we we like to joke in the live chat sometimes and with different names yeah I like love this one the drunk turkey show yeah that's uh you know Daniel who works Solid for name. you know Daniel who works for state of the Steelers uh mm. shout out to, to Daniel he's got another like I guess this Americana kind of show, just a, just a, you know, um, just talking the talk, just like about anything really. So he interviews like guests and stuff. So Drunk Turkey Show is like a another YouTube show he does. So, yeah. oh cool, great yeah. to have you in the in the in the. It's a good name though, isn't it? It's not, not a bad name at all. <laughs> yeah, like we should have we should we should create one, the Headless Chook Show. It's like, well, we we, we could do one with BTSC where like like I guess where we could you know really relax and have a few beverages, but uh, I guess we're here to talk Steelers football, but. That's yes, look. That's it. Uh, getting back to Bush, I, I just think you just don't, you just don't say that. Like just just make up an answer. Exactly. Make up an what? answer just... and, and and just be positive, and you'll have no bad media attention on you. You bring it on yourself. But this, is, mate. this is like that. You question what's going on in that in his mind at the moment, though. To be honest, because like this goes back to this is the same Devin Bush that that Twitter Devin Bush that like saying stuff on Twitter that, you know, just revs everyone up. Like I just, he, he didn't know last year who he was playing two days before the game. 
I forgot I forgot about that till I read it last week. Well, last the real year. Mike T says it. He says it, man. Hey, we should be Mike okay. Tomlin. Hey, Mike T. <laughs> Imagine that it was really Mike Tomlin. That'd be great. That'd be so awesome. He's like, it's fine. No, but he didn't know that. He didn't know who he was it's playing. Not about what not- you capable of. It's what you're going to do. <laughs> man, I. That's I what. Came- it, but that's it with Bush. That is actually that is exactly yeah. it, right? What is he capable of, and what is he willing to do? Yeah, he's his second year bounce back from the ACL. He was a top 10 draft pick. He killed it in college. Like, you are capable. Look at the stats in your rookie year, mate. They were terrific. Six turnovers, right? Like, what is he willing to do, though? We know what he's capable of. That's the question. And if he's not willing to start making some hits this weekend, I don't think the Steelers should be willing to keep his guy on the roster. There, there is something missing there. I think, like we saw it with Miles Jack, he played what two, two, two drives, or and he got, like, I think, three tackles, one for a loss, or two for a loss, or whatever it was. It's Devin Bush has no heart in the place. So, right, uh... <laughs> Ron Schultz says he'll be all right in garbage time when we're up twenty-one <laughs> fourth quarter. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's uh, like the uh, the, the Snell. Who's, okay, time. who's gonna who's gonna replace him though? This 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 is the the other the other uh, side of the question. Devin Bush is playing bad. Who replaces Devin Bush? I don't. I really don't know in, in this locker room. I, I don't think Spillane is the guy. Either. Oh, I, 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 if the Steelers are serious, like we were when Big Ben went, you know, like think about what Colbert did when Big Ben got injured, right? He went and got Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a linchpin part of the defense. If he's not ready, unless Buddy Johnson can prove coverage and tackling, which I think is still a little bit out there. I think they Omar Khan is going to be a, he's more modern GM of willing and dealing. I think they're going to go and get someone. I can't see them not like, you know, I don't know whether it's going to be Roquan Smith. I think that, that yeah. might be a little bit ambitious. Um, but there are other guys. See, there's the other guy, um, Dion Lewis, I think his name is from the Falcons, right? And he's on a big contract and he's young. Um, and but they've talked about the fact that like he doesn't necessarily fit fully with what they want to do on defense. They should go. I, I I've always liked him. I think they could go after him. Um, but you know the, the 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 problem, the other problem about Devin Bush playing poorly is not just that there's not a second good middle linebacker in the middle for us. The other problem is that Miles Jack's come into this team, and Miles Jack should be in his prime, and you know I think he's poised to you know, continue to play really, really well and be that pro bowl level or better linebacker. But we need someone pressuring Miles Jack and on the heels of Miles Jack and making Miles Jack fight for the position. Right now, no one's doing that, mate. No. Like it's this is my fear of the same thing with the offensive line. Like at the tackle positions, after Dan Moore Jr. and after, you know, like Chooks, who's there? Like Oh, that's a good. That's a good point. I miss. I miss Vince Williams. Dust Thunder. I miss Vincenzo I, as well. I agree, and it, it's it's to the point where it's like, look, I don't play football, but I I watch you playing football, and what you're doing is not what you're meant to do. Uh, why aren't you Why aren't you down in the box and, and making tackles? He got absolutely burnt, burnt, and read the wrong read the wrong way, and then he just stopped and went on his heels. And I think was it Terrell Austin brought it up too. They was missing his assignments, right? So maybe the Steelers are waiting this out, and they have they have full control. They know that he's this he's not playing well, and they're just waiting it out. 
they might just be using him for preseason. Then when the cuts start happening, they'll go and pick someone up. Um, they can use Spillane in the meantime, maybe to, next to Miles Jack. Maybe I did. I heard reports, and I want to hear your thoughts about this too. They were going to more of a three safety look. I hear, so they're getting the safeties more involved, uh, and you only using one, one middle linebacker in certain stuff. And does not surprise more. me. And I think you'll see with Avery too. I think <clears> you'll <throat> see TJ Watt drop back oh, sometimes. Right. So maybe it's not a big issue, but it's like, do they just use Bush sparingly and and don't rely on him to be in there all the time? Yeah, but it isn't. But it is. But the. Look, in some divisions and in some teams, it's not a big issue. But it's a big issue in the AFC North when you're playing the Bengals with their tight ends of like mm. Hayden Hurst. You've got a guy like T. Higgins that's big over the middle. You go play the Ravens with Lamar Jackson running down and you've got Andrews and their other tight end. And they've got like, you know, so and they're going to play up the middle and a guy like Ricard. It'd be an issue if you got to play the 49ers with Kittle and um, use check. Like, it's an issue when you don't have two one. Like at the end of the day, the, these safeties, or most safety, strong safeties, are below two hundred and twenty pound, right? Like these linebackers are two thirty to two forty, some even two fifty. You need two guys that can go in there and make a hit. And what happens if what happens if you know Jack, you know, jars his shoulder and has to miss like miss a game? Like this is the this is the the concern for me. Um, and I think Michael O'Malley brought up in the live chat. I just want to pull it up. Um, Miles Jack needs a Robin. We don't have a Robin. Oh, how good would it be to bring those Batman style jersey backs? Like, that's what it's all like. Oh, they, yeah, they, they, they look super ugly, but I would be cool to see him get there. They're not ugly, man. I like them. Oh, they're just generic Eric, man. They're just like, isn't it? It's meant no, to be I like that, like yellow wing top. Any, anyway, back back to this stuff with Bush. Like, I we, we got to sort something out. And Ron Schultz is right in the live chat. He says this is also Flores' big test. True. But yeah, Flores, you know, if if we had if we could supplant Brian Flores's brain into Devin Bush's body to play, we'd have a really good linebacker, right? Well, that's like, what I'm saying. What's what's his mentality of like not going out there to make a tackle? What is the mentality? What are you trying? Are you, you just, just I'm here for the money? What is it? Maybe Why is he not? Well, I wonder, right? Maybe he's doing what Jeffrey Bendick talked about James Daniels doing last week, and maybe he's just taking the preseason too easy, like taking it for granted. Yeah, I, I, I can see that to a certain extent, but I, I think you have to. But if if you play that way, then you play the you'll play the you'll play the first week that way as well. You know what I mean? You pr- you practice how you play, so you'll play the same way. Eric yeah, Gowski. let's go, Eric. <laughs> let's go, Eric Gowski. We do have Robinson. Um, Boy, that's uh, super fast. That's like that, you know? That's all right. Mate, mate, Eric's on it. He's he's like one of my probably biggest like Twitter retweeters and likes Robinson. and stuff. And yeah, I like it. <laughs> but he's got a lot of work to do as well. My big one's Buddy Johnson. I'd love in this game and next week for Buddy Johnson to just emerge. I think he had the most tackles last week with seven. Um, I'd love really? him to just emerge out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. So that's this is the other thing. Like, and and Evan Giles brings it up, and I don't know Evan if you missed this, this what I was saying earlier on in our Bush conversation, but you know, um, it's we know what he's capable of. It's what you're willing to do. You know, that's it. That's the Mike Tomlinism. My my Tomlinism is just go play, just, just play, just turn it up, mate. Put your shoulder pads on, tackle someone. That's what it is. The, the, the linebackers back in the day in the seventies didn't worry about that. They were they were wanted to be the first person to the football. Now Devin Bush is the fifth person to the football. 
All right, so this is a loaded question from Reginald Rivers, and it's a loaded question. Like I'm taking it as a loaded question. Can me. you can you see so, the dog? How good's the dog? Sorry, look at that. Poodle? Yeah, with a, with a football. <laughs> oh, how's this right? So the other night it's like 8 p.m. and then I'll get into that, that piece. It's like 8 p.m. and I'm trying to play the. I've downloaded the new Madden, right? And I'm, I'm trying to play the new Madden. And like I had a big day at work, whatever. Like it's, it's gone eight. Like I've just, literally just eaten dinner. Like trying to chill out. I'm sitting on the chair. And my dog runs up to me with like he's got like a rubber football, like American football, and like you know it's like this big and you know, like it's classic sort of dog toy. And I'm like, oh, I really don't want to. Like I know you want to play with me, mate, but I just want to chill out and play Madden. And he keeps like dropping it on my lap, and I felt yeah. so guilty. So he's like, Dad, play like football with me. So I'm like, yeah, man, he, he wants you to throw a route to him, you know. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Um, but Reginald Rivers writes, will Robinson make the roster cut? Ooh. Like, ooh boy. now I, I, it's easy to just go, yeah, we're on the practice squad, blah, 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 blah. But you can't tell me they're serious about the linebacker position if they keep Marcus Allen on the roster, right, instead of the practice squad and don't put and, – and, you know, then put Robinson on the practice squad. Robinson – should be on the in my mind if he can prove it this week and then and next week he's got to go there before a guy like a Marcus Allen surely. Yes, if he's the only one making plays, because even Marcus Allen, I I think should be on the hot seat too, along with Bush. They're both they're both very similar. They don't they don't want to have physicality in their approach to football, and I think something needs to change. If if Miles Jack is coming in there in his new team being Pittsburgh Steelers, and you're having a better impact than players have already been on the team, that is worrisome to me. So it's a point where, you know, if, if Coach T and, and these other, other coaches want to be like, look, we're not going to deal with it. We won't deal with this attitude. See you later. I want someone in. I would rather have 0% skill and 100% heart than anything else. So, and Devin Bush doesn't show it. And Marcus Allen, I think, doesn't really show it on the field either too. So I, I would see Robinson, he can make the team because he's making plays out there, right? And you can always get better, so we'll see what can happen. But it's it, this is this is one of the weakest areas, I think. And we don't if can't stop the run, and the little linebackers don't want to show out. Uh, it's going to be an interesting year. And where's the, where's the guys like you go? No, no, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, where are the guys like you know TJ Watt and Cam walking up to Devin Bush and just you know giving him a nice elbow to the to the ribs, <laughs> like wake up, you know. <laughs> They're, they're I saw a in, funny meme that describes the situation, and they were talking about Najee Harris doing that. You know, did you see he did the extra hill runs after training? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. and the meme was the meme was something like that, and then Devin Bush like drives past in a golf cart and says, "What are you doing, mate? You can stop working now. Training's over." And <laughs> <laughs> that no, that's exactly right, though. Right, but that's it, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but do you know the problem? I've said all of, like, you know what the weak part for me this whole offseason has been tackle and cornerback, and I've been on it about cornerback, cornerback, cornerback. The problem, I want to go back to what you, what you said a little bit earlier, which was like maybe they bring the safeties down into the box, they play more safeties. I'm not sure we can afford to do that because I don't think we've got the depth in the secondary to do that. So not only are we going to end up weaker inside linebacker, middle linebacker, we're going to end up weaker at corner, like in the secondary as well, if we're having to overplay the amount of guys in the secondary. So this is the other, this other issue with this. This has flow-on effects, right? And you know, it's funny. We've all defended Devin Bush with the ACL and um, I know, you know right? the defensive yeah. line. The defensive line thing is what I've, I've gone on about that. 
But again, Arthur Notes pointed this out this week, and he said, Miles Jack's played behind the same defensive line that Bush played behind last week, and he made plays. Yeah. What's the difference? I think the, the, the excuse is over now, I, I think, because I've been using that as well, like the ACL and the, the line and stuff like that. It's like, no, <laughs> yes. go out there and make a tackle. You need to make a tackle. And he hasn't made a tackle. So, the, and, and look, and, the, and all the media now is against Bush, but you haven't done yourself any favors. If you came out in that interview and said, well, I'm actually going through a real stressful time, fair, or, you know, I'm, I'm going for a hard time and blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to get better at my craft. I want to be in Pittsburgh. I want to do this, I want to do that. We wouldn't be as bad. Be like, yeah, okay, we, we will cheer and support you. You came out and pretty much you, you snubbed at the organization and said, well, it doesn't matter. I'll be here. I'll be somewhere anyway next year. That's the problem is the attitude. But I don't understand. The thing that I don't understand about it is his dad was a pro. But he doesn't seem to, you know, like you take someone like an Archie Manning right now. Everyone's really hyped about him because there's cerebral stuff that he knows because he's a Manning and he's grown up in this environment. And, you know, it's also why the Steelers like to go after guys that have, um, you know, family roots with other NFL teams. I can't, I don't understand where this mentality comes from with him. I just, I don't get it. But the other thing is, is that this show was how to see the new look Steelers against the Jags. And <laughs> Bush is this old part. There are some cool players on the Jag, like, well, there's some players that are meant to be promising. And you've got guys like Travis Etienne and, um, you know, Trevor Lawrence apparently is, you know, playing a very different style of football than what he was forced to play last year with, you know, the, you know, incredible dimwit that was their their coach. Um, they've got exciting guys like LaVisca Chenault Jr. Is there, a, is there a player on this offense that you know of, Mark, that you think the Steelers just have to stop on defense? Like, who does Devin Bush need to go make a play against? Oh, go and tackle the quarterback. I'm sorry. I go and just go and go. If you have a blitz assignment... Where go and tackle the quarterback and make a name for yourself and and quiet the noise because there's a, a lot of noise with Devin Bush right now and we don't know if you want to be here. But I I think he's I think it's already set in stone for what's going to happen. I I think he'll be playing a limited role, um or maybe shipped out very soon because the attitude is it's very hard to fix that overnight, right? And it's just been an ongoing thing from last year. But if you want to if you want to impress the coaches and make the team actually and be be, be a, a Pittsburgh Steeler and a true Steeler. Like Cameron Hayward, true stealer. TJ Watt, true stealer. Minka, true stealer. Bush, I don't think so. Not right now. You you, you were trying to be. You were having a real good year until Luke the injury. Lukewarm stealer. Oh, it's not even that. It just doesn't feel like you want to be there. Or I just don't feel excited to go watch you play. But go make some plays and communicate with your defense. And look, it's only preseason, but you're still you're still two or three weeks away from the actual season. You need to be ready for that. So go out there, make a play, and just do. But when's what he going to be? My thing is, when's he going to be ready? Like he's exactly, had all training yeah. camp and OTAs, <laughs> and now we're like in the second. If he's not ready in the second preseason game, you're not ready, mate. Like, yeah, I mean, I just said it, what I said is silly. Like, if he's not ready, he's not ready. But if he's not ready, when's he going to be ready? You know? Like, no, no, you're exactly right. It's a time now of like all off season. We've been saying, "What's well, going to be crazy?" Miles, Miles, uh, Jake, and Bush together. And that that idea in in the Madden sense is fantastic. Where he, before all this stuff happening, but what we're seeing through the training camps now and the, the conversation and the and just the, the overall attitude, like his demeanor on camera was his head was down, he was chewing gum, he was not interested, he didn't care, he had he didn't want to be there. It's like take five minutes to even if you don't want to be there. Like something something else is happening. So maybe there, maybe he already knows he's getting shipped out. Maybe he knows his time is up. I don't know. Like these coaches. If you're in a business mindset, you're already you're already three or four or five weeks ahead of what you need to do. 
You know what I mean? The Steelers aren't going to be reactionary. They're going to be like trying to plan something out for what's going to happen with Devin Bush. So he might know his time's already up. I, I don't know. But there's a certain well, point this? where... But how about this? How about this? What if you were to rank the top 10 Steelers players in terms of cap number for this year, where do you think Devin Bush falls? I have no idea. Like seven? Yeah, six. Oh, really? There you go. <laughs> so he's the sixth best played paid Steeler this season behind TJ Watt, Cameron Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, Larry Ogunjobi, and Deontay Johnson. Like, no, nah, not in the moment. He's not worth it. I'd rather I'd rather see anyone else back there and try their hardest out than this guy at the moment. I, I just, you know, it, it, it's baffling. The guy's almost, you know, at the end of this year, the guy will have made twenty million in in you know basically all he's he'll made eight eighteen point eight right take off six so he's made already twelve million he never has to work again he's got the honor of playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers and he now doesn't want to make a tackle and he was a top ten ten draft pick with talent like uh, I, I, it's just maybe, baffling as a maybe he's lost Maybe he's just lost the passion. Some people, some people do that in sport. They just lose it. They just one day you want to play football, you want to play tennis, you want to play soccer. Next minute, but how could you? How could you, you lose the passion when you're playing against the guys you just said and playing for Mike T and Brian? Flores. I know, I know, but maybe the it greatest happens. franchise in sports. Maybe you get all that money and then something is clicked and you go, "Look, I don't like it. I don't like playing anymore." You know, it happens to to a lot of uh, a lot of people. You know. Even even now, uh, the women's who's the women's Ash Barty just gave it up. She's like, oh, I'm just, I'm finished. Yeah, but she won. She's got yeah. like a, this guy's got nothing, man. This guy's gonna go down as the Jarvis Jones, like you know. But sorry, just, you know, yeah, Ash Barty would like one one like you know great slams. Ash Barty would tackle harder than Devin Bush at the moment. Hey, she's Ash Hardy she's a winner. Drop him. Absolutely, shove her shoulder into him. She's tough nut. Like this guy, ah, oh, just. It's a, it's alarming, and it, it, you know what? It sucks because he's someone that, as he came through the process, I was such a fan of. I was begging them to like because I knew they weren't going to be able to get Devin White. I wanted them to draft Devin Bush. I, like I thought he'd be awesome. I loved the way he played at Michigan. He was a speedy guy. I thought he brought that side of Shazier and more. I mean, I think Shazier was a better all round player. I loved it. I thought there was even schemes you could cook up where he could even play in a strong safety position because he was so fast. I, I just. Ah, I, you know, as Ron Schultz said earlier, he needs a come to Lambert meeting, like a come to Jesus meeting. Like he, he, you know, I, I just, I, I don't, I can't even talk about it. It's, it's, it's so stressful. I just, I just looked up and I was going to try and, you know, uh, make a point here, but it doesn't really make too much sense. But I looked at the last game, you know, Steelers versus Ravens, uh, the last game in 2021. Bush had four tackles, two solo, and that was it. No sacks, no tackle for loss, nothing like that. Uh, and I don't think anything else happened. So he wasn't really in that game either. So I guess if you went through the stats last year, you'd probably find similar, similar, you know, uh, theme where nothing's really happening and it's not as exciting as it used to be. So Evan brings up this yeah, and, and it feeds into what I was saying. It's like Evan, Evan's in the live chat on the YouTube side says, maybe declining his fifth year option rubbed him the wrong way. Who knows? I don't know. This goes back to what I was saying three or four weeks ago with Deontay Johnson. You are given a contract, right? If you don't like where it's going, you can't just, like, I mean, they can and they do, which is the realistic realistic part of it. But, like, if they just decide not to show up or I'm not going to play because I'm going to get injured, it shouldn't count against your cap. This is is a, the NFL has got to come up with this this idea that the modern player is just going to go, 
Well, throw that dummy out of the cot and go, well, you know what? Fine. Right. Like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to like, I just. So what, hey, what was the title of today's show? Can the new look sneakers be <laughs> I really wanted to talk about Pickett and Pickens and will Austin like do this sweep hey. and you know like you know how's Boykin gonna go? Because I think Boykin, particularly with the oh, injury yeah. to like Miller, I'm ex- excited for Boykin. He made plays. I think Cameron, I think sorry, Cameron Hayward, I think um Connor Hayward this week is gonna absolutely ball out. Like I'm excited, you know, to see Sternberger yeah. in there again. Like you know, I want to uh, guys like Chris Steele and like I want to talk about those guys. I didn't want to talk about okay. Devin Bush. Here, here's 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 one is one last question from me. Is that does that mean that Devin Bush is a distraction? It distracted us. Is he a distraction for this team? Yes, but mm-hmm. I also think he's a good distraction. Ooh. Okay, we're all so focused on Devin Bush. Everyone else in that locker room can get to work, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine this week, if Devin Bush hadn't have said that, imagine picket mania that would have been going on or the Kenny yeah. craze. We'll call it the Kenny craze, right? We'll see if that catches on, right? Imagine the Kenny craze that would go on. That Kenny, Kenny, or the, the, the Pickens, you know, um, I'm trying to think, <laughs> a good one with Pickens um, mm-hmm. alliteration there, but like, you know, I, the Pickens paranoia kind of thing or, you know, phenomenon and everyone would be about his Pickens, how many touchdowns this week and all the rest of it. At least we've had something else where those the, guys can just focus on getting to work, you know? The Devin, Devin Bush is kind of like this human shield for them, you know? Yeah, the Devin Bush smokescreen. <laughs> he was there. Uh, I, like I like this question. Thank <clears> you. Uh, <throat> statement and question from Jeremiah Yoda. Great show, guys. Great talk about the greatest franchise in NFL history. I love it. Which oh, yeah. quarterback will be Steelers' number one starter and who will be number two? Oh, I'm, I'm still going. I'm going Mitchell Trubisky, and I'm going uh, Mason Rudolph too. As, as how many games? Rock. How many games for Trubisky? Yeah. Mm, uh, well, realistically, probably like maybe fourteen. I guess. So you're going Trubisky the full season? What's not the full season? He's got three games off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 Gene Smith, his shield is more like a ghost. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, everyone right? just passes through him and runs through. This is it. This is the whole thing. It's we went to talk about. The oh Jags. my gosh, I'm going after the show. I'm doing a meme. I'm I'm, I'm swapping Devin Bush's head out for Casper the friendly ghost. You know, because <laughs> like, that's he's yeah. like the friendly ghost for the offense. He just he like waves at them as they run past him. Like, well, there's just there's just no intent to tackle. Why why else would you be on the field? You know, you're better off having 10 players out there and, and designing a scheme to have uh, defensive 10, you know, 10 players out there rather than have 11. It's very interesting what's going on, but you're right. We wanted to talk about the, the, the actual game and we've sidetracked ourselves to Devin Bush because the comment is just so ridiculous. And there's a massive hole there, in my opinion. Huge. So it, mm. it, 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 It's alarming. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's really alarming. All right, question it's, for you. Do you think the Steelers solve it? Do you think they bring someone wait, in? Wait, do you know how this is This is what, if I was Devin Bush in podcast form, this would be... <laughs> and for those on the audio side, Mark's just left the chat. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. I'm getting I'm getting some some coin to do, to do a job and I don't show up. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> 
Do you, but question question to close out the show. Do you think that they um do you think they go out and get someone or do you think they're just gonna try and solve it with what they got on? No, I, I reckon is they the next few weeks, preseason games that Devin Bush plays and give him a chance or see what he can do. But I already think I already reckon they have an idea what to do. Like a plan. Like I said, as a business, you do not be so reactionary to like to you know, next day, what do I do? No, you're thinking in advance, like six weeks, eight weeks in advance or months in advance. I think they have a plan already to see who's going to be cut, to see who's going to take his. Yeah, spot. that's what I think too. Cut. Yeah, I think that's if it's going to be if it's going to be Spillane or someone else come in and work with Miles Jack. If Devin Bush doesn't want to be here, they've already got a, a trade lined up with someone else. You know, they're trying to think out things. It doesn't just happen. If there's a trade tomorrow, they've been looming this idea for weeks or months. So we'll see. And you got you got to use some players somehow on the field too. You can't cut everyone. So. Devin Bush will be playing, and then the next minute, I think he he could be at the door. Just the way his performance and performance and attitude, and just just all above are just real negative right now. So see you later, mate. I think. Yeah, I, I said that earlier on in the off season with that <clears throat> cornerback that I thought, and I said that with running back right as well that I thought that those guys weren't going to be on the roster, and then we saw like the Ming Nichols pick up. So, um, you know, uh, Dust Thunder says trade Bush in a first for Roquan Smith. Yeah, we better get a third back though. I don't. I don't think you know Roquan. If Roquan wants to trade, there the the discussions immediately pegged back a little bit. What he's worth because like you know just negotiation parts. But I also think with Chicago, I've said this for like three weeks now. If I'm Chicago, their backup quarterbacks are awful. If you know, we keep talking about the Lions trading for Mason, and I know Mason and Goff are closer together, but they Mason would be a good backup for Chicago. Like if you traded Bush, Mason, and a third for Roquan Smith, I think Chicago probably would feel like they're getting a pretty good end of the deal there. You yeah. Know? Well, so. even, even like, even like Seattle, they need a quarterback too. You know, there are yeah. a lot of, a lot of teams. But they don't have, like if that. they still had Wagner, you'd consider it, but I, I forget mm. who they've got in the middle there, but they're, they're a bit weaker there. That's the thing. Like you got to think of it. Like you go around the league and that's why I think the Falcons, someone that's not necessarily win now, but like they've got good quarterbacks. Um, you know, but they need to get cheaper at the position and Devin Bush, like that swap, they get, they get rid of, Dion Lewis's contract for, you know, moving forward. And then they Bush can leave at the end of the year if they don't want to, re, re, you know, re-sign him. So that's the that's the thing I think there is like, who are we going to bring in? Um, and the other thing too is if we're going to trade Bush, we're probably not going to get anyone younger that's more proven. So then we're going to have to go older. And then the Steelers have got to address this in the draft again in the next couple of years. But there's a guy out of Bama, to- in Toto, I think his name is, or Toto, um, so you know, there's options. Yeah, you know, I the ra- wrong the right rains down in Africa. <laughs> oh god! I'm back. Alabama. I'm gonna say the same. How do we? We're going 30... over. We're gonna get in trouble. How do we have that. 30 people listening to us? It's great. I, I don't know. We, we... <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Henry Toto. Yeah, probably. That's awesome. Wrong, anyway. I love that name. Yeah. How would it be on a Steelers jersey, man? I'd buy that one, Toto. It sounds. I just cool put on the back accent. "Rains Down in Africa," right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that should close out this week's Steelers touch <sighs> down under. I'm Matty Peveril with Marky D as always. Go Devin Bush, go Steelers! Come on. Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.